Back with another episode of Circle of Trades. I'm Todd Studer. In studio today, Travis Waltz, Diner, Serve Heating and Air Conditioning in Council Bluffs. And as we are recording this, you are still basking in the glow of Iowa's win over Nebraska. I was I, I was listening to the game. I couldn't watch the game. I was traveling. Yeah. And as I'm listening, I'm thinking, whoever wins this game should be ashamed of themselves. Now, <laughs> I'll take the shame. <laughs> I'm, I'm good. Hey, hey, you know we broke the trophy too, right? Did we? Yeah, the trophy at the bottom split out on it. <laughs> <laughs> can't can't give us anything nice. We're gonna get some flex seal. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm sure they've already been in talks with the University of Iowa. Say, can we flex seal this thing back together? <laughs> were you amongst Iowa fans, or were you sitting among the Nebraska fans? Um, we were sitting in the North Stadium. Um, we was amongst. There were some Iowa fans, but there was definitely more people in red. So when they thought there was a target call, it's like you obviously do not understand what targeting really is. So. Had to have a had had to have a, a football one hundred and two conversation, you know. Yeah, I'm sure that went over well. Oh yeah, it's like, it's like the guy that thought we burped on his wife when we're walk, when we're walking. It's like I, it's like what we I don't know what you're talking about. Guy wanted to fight. It's was that on the way in or the way out? On the way in. Uh, on the way in. Yeah, this is wow. on the way in. We're just like whatever. We've been sending uh, the tipsy something t- tipsy. Uh, Tina or something like that. It's kind of a cool bar. Walked in there and hung out for a couple hours. It's warm in there, actually. So, uh, well, so my new uh, my new favorite call in the entire world is no longer "Do you believe in miracles?" It is now. Oh, it's good. Yeah. yeah <laughs> uh, uh, so yeah, if you listen to the last forty five seconds, uh, it's on YouTube of the Iowa Nebraska games. Of the Nebraska guys calling. Yeah, it. Nebraska. Okay, yeah, Damon Benning and their uh, Gary Sharp calling it. If you're an Iowa fan, it's classic. Go back and listen to it. It's right up there with the Big Ten using Cooper DeGene, you know, name him defensive player of the year, on the kick return against Minnesota that the refs wiped out. <laughs> so there, 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 there you go. So a uh, little bit of irony for you there. So, Well, as this is released, um, we're, we're going to be out of the Big Ten championship game. So it's going to be in the past by the time people hear this. Do you yeah. want to comment on it? Uh, yeah, I'll comment on it. Uh, we'll see. We'll see if this ages well or not. So, um, listen, I'm a diehard. I'll watch the game. I want the Hawks to win. Michigan's offensive line. Oh, boy, they're, I mean, they're good. But here's the deal. I Maryland and Ohio State have both scored, or was it Maryland or Rutgers? Yeah, Rutgers and Ohio State have scored 24 points on Michigan the last two weeks. So Michigan's a good defense, don't get me wrong. But uh, at Iowa's offense, it's horrible, don't get me wrong. But uh, I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I I think Michigan's got too many horses in the in the stable. I I do, um, but I I think this is going to be a lot better game than what everybody thinks it is. I I just uh, you know I I think if I was to bet money, I would put my at twenty three points. I would definitely I I mean I say say I have a hard time betting against Michigan just because of how bad Iowa's offense is. If I from a betting perspective right. only, but take that out of the equation. I think it'll be close for a while, and if Iowa can make a couple plays, get a couple short fields, it gets the points on the board, who knows? I mean, it's one game. You know, in the last three times, Iowa's been a 20-point underdog. Iowa's won two of them games, once against Michigan, once against Ohio State. Everyone, remember, everyone remembers the, the ass beat we got last year in Columbus. Right. You know, but it's a different year. It's a different team. 
you know, Michigan's had two straight weeks of huge ball games. You know, if there's a letdown, I don't think the Big Ten championship game is a letdown, but if there was a chance, but I, I got to believe with Harbaugh coming back, there's not going to be much letdown. And with all the negative, I want to say, I, some of the negative energy through the year and a lot of stuff that's happened, and I was persevered. Listen, both teams are going to let it all hang out for this game. They're, they're not going to play for a month after Saturday. So we'll see what happens. So. And, and I'm, I'm crossing my fingers about it. I hope it doesn't turn into what happened with Penn State earlier this year. But, uh, yeah, I think that that point spread is pretty high. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's just tough. And, and it, part of it is just, just how inept the Iowa offense has been. But you know what? Iowa's ran the ball well. They really have. If you go back the last month, last six weeks of the season, you, you know, Minnesota stacked 10 in the box and dared Deacon to throw. And at that point, Deacon had not made a play. Now, I went to Northwestern a week later, made a couple plays in the fourth quarter. Now, now Deacon's no uh, um, Brock Purdy or Joe Montana or Tom Brady, but he's improved. Iowa's offensive line has looked pretty good, and they've been kind of banged up. I don't think I don't think Penn State beats us by thirty-one if we play them again. I, I, I that's what I said. It changes. It ebbs and flows. You know, I'm not sure if I want to play Iowa State real bad right now. The way they looked versus <laughs> K State last week. That's Samu kid from uh, um, Southeast Polk. Holy cow! It's like Kirk. What the heck did you miss on that freaking train? It's like that kid. Now, part of that game was because Iowa State was wearing camouflage colors. They had the all white uniforms on and about a foot of snow. Oh, oh yeah, but I mean that's some new kid. He did this one other game. And I saw a little bit in Southeast Polk. He's the real deal. Uh, I mean, they got two other kids who are probably going to transfer out that were running back because they take one look at him and it's like eh, we just don't have that. So. All right. Well, as and as we said, by the time anyone hears this, the game's over with. Yeah. And uh, oh. t- by the way, you, yeah, I'm looking at your shirt. Yeah, and... it's my seven year Nebraska Bull shirt. <laughs> you know, it's the cutoff. They have a black version and a white version. You right. Know, you can go to Walmart. You can go to Target. You know, they sell them plain black, plain white. You could probably go buy some three for ten bucks. You know, they might be on sale somewhere. And you, too, can have a Nebraska Bull shirt. Seven years running, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) And and you can have someone sing in the background, I'll be home for Christmas. (laughs) You you, you know? So, you know, they have a good volleyball team, so I'll give them that. But I had someone start flacking me about, well, we're going to win the volleyball championship. I said, you got to beat Wisconsin in the title game first. So talk to me when you beat Wisconsin. So I'm not entirely convinced Nebraska is not going to a bowl game. It depends on how many teams are bowl eligible because if they're if they're going to take a five win team into a bowl game because they don't have enough six win teams, then Nebraska as long as for as long as it has been since they've been in a bowl game, I think that that fan base would travel extremely well, and that makes it very very appealing. Here's the problem. You know how that's picked? Actually, my buddy Eric Banks down at, that works down at Pinnacle in Glenwood, we talked about this today. Minnesota. Minnesota's going to a bowl game. Minnesota should have lost to Iowa. Should have lost to Nebraska. Minnesota should be 3-9, and I'm sorry, P.J. Fleck should be off a job. Yeah. He, 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 he got his bacon saved by a bad quarterback and a bad play, play call, and he won a 5-7 and seven team. And congratulations with staying, stay, sleeping with the pig, because I heard the pig staying in this house. So, uh, but, you know, <laughs> you know, poor Floyd. But, um, yeah, they're going by APR, which APR has to do, has nothing to do with the football stuff. It's all academic. So, like, you know, they talk about um, 
um, the the American Association universities high rate, you know, right. you know, in the that's what it is. Nebraska's like 60th, Minnesota's like 21st, so they're the top rated five and seven team. Okay, and so that's how it's decided. So somebody in biology class has something to do with Minnesota going to a bowl game, and Nebraska's going to sit at home. Well, how do you feel about that, Husker fans? Uh, I, uh, <laughs> well, I'm sure not very good because they they really did. And you know what? Here's the deal: they had four games in November. Nebraska did, and I and listen. I like Matt Rule. I do think he is the right coach, but I, I it's year one. You know, I think got a quarterback problem. Defense played great. I, I, I'm going to tell you what, um, Heinrich was out for the Iowa game for their linebacker, stud linebacker. Um, I really like that kid. Their D tackles, they're good. I, I mean, the one kid is a 320-pound wrestler, and I, I think he was from Western Nebraska or Wyoming, number zero. I mean, their D line, pretty solid, you know. But their offense, you can't turn the ball over 35 times in a year and expect to win eight, nine games, you're just not going to do it. No, no. You know. All right, well, we should probably talk about something besides sports, or we should change the name of the podcast. Uh, yeah, Sports uh, with Travis, yeah. <laughs> well, like I said, yeah, you know, that might be – there might be three listeners to that. So, so <laughs> Say, you have been working on a project for a while. Yes. And you saw a need and an ability with your team and your company to be able to provide some new services, and you're getting pretty close to pulling this off. We are, and when we're ready to pull this off here, I'm actually going to get my son – Hayden, and it, it's really his venture, but it's been something we've been working on for a while. Uh, um, for all those, you know, I've been, you know, air surfing and air conditioning for darn near 15 years now. So we've been doing this for a long time. Um, you know, I've had a plumbing license for a long time, but my, my philosophy was if you need a new water heater, if you need me to hook up your geo, if you need me to look at a water line, that's fine. If the toilet's broke, call a plumber. So I like to chew my fingernails. So (laughs) (laughs) there's a visual for you. (laughs) Um, But we've been getting more into doing hydronics and floor stuff. Um, And, you know, we're we're getting into the septic side. We're getting more and more water heater calls, Um, you know, doing flushing of of drains, you know, power jetting and drains, that kind of stuff. We're getting calls and calls on it. And so we've been buying, purchasing, accumulating equipment. So, you know, we finally got set up. We finally got our website set up. We got a phone number set up, which I'm not going to share the phone number quite yet. So probably won't share that today because I don't need to be getting calls next week. Quite yet. (laughs) Okay. But, um, no, we are, our plumbing business is going to be Wallstein Plumbing. It's got Wallstein Plumbing, Wallstein Plumbing. We can't go for now. It's going to be Wallstein Plumbing. And it's going to be a complement to what we're already offering. Um, it's going to be, and when I say full-fledged service, literally it's going to be a service-oriented plumbing. So toilets toilets broke, faucets, faucets need replaced, you need inserts. So primarily to begin with, if you got drains that are backed up in the house, you know, it's going to be primarily service related. So if you have a anything broke or anything replaced or, you know, you're doing something fairly simple, um, that's going to be our primary focus at this point. Um, you know, I, I do expect it to grow, but we're just seeing needs for that all the time. And with some of the hydronic, which is at boilers and uh, that kind of stuff, I see that as a big um, 
or I should say I, we, actually my son Hayden was the one that's probably pushed it more than I have, see that as a big need. And he likes doing it. So, um, so it's going to go pretty much, it's going to be, I'll be involved with it to a certain level, but it's pretty much going to be him running it. Uh, we've been interviewing people and we've been talking about forever. We've been in my CBBC meeting. We've been doing that. And, uh, you know, it's going to be independent of, of, cause air serves a franchise. It's going to be independent. We, you know, there's reasons behind that. I'm not going to get into the politics of that, but, uh, it's going to be our own. It's going to be something we can grow in conjunction with what we're already doing in heat and air conditioning side. Um, it will allow us if we need resources on the plumbing side to be able to pull, um, you know, from there and, you know, eventually we'll become total mechanical, um, you know, plumbing, heating, and eventually electrical at some point, this is kind of that step to going total mechanical. So we can offer everything, you know, essentially, you know, under one company in one location is what it is. So it's a, it's been a lot of work, um, lot, lots and lots of paperwork, lots of getting LLCs uh, filed, getting logos. Um, my niece Kelsey did logos for us, which she did a fantastic job with. Um, getting uh, domains, website domains. My son Harley was home and helped what helped us with that. But just getting stuff, and then you know, my son learning what it takes to put all this together, just so you could open up the door and says, hi, we're ready to come and do service work for you. So uh, it's been a challenge. I mean, it's been a challenge. It's been a lot more challenging for him, you know, learning this than me, but uh, it's pretty darn exciting. Um, and uh, I'm looking forward to see where it's going to go. And listen, there's a lot of good plumbers here in Council Bluffs. I'm really, I don't feel like we're taking away from anybody's business. A lot of the plumbers I've talked to are so darn busy right now, and a lot of them are doing new construction or whatever else. There, there's such a shortage. I, I, I think there's plenty of work for everybody, and I just think 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 now's the time. And we're not going to do new construction. If you've got a um, main brick outside, something like that, that's probably not going to be something we're going to do at this point. Maybe down the road, but not not right away. How much of everything that you have done and everything that you have learned being in business with on the HVAC side over the past 15 years, and just just with AirServe, how much of that has helped you now moving into this new venture to be able to head off any potential hurdles before they come up because you can now recognize them that this is going to be a problem or this is going to be whatever. It doesn't need to be a problem, but something that needs to be taken care of. So how much of that has translated to the plumbing side? I would say a lot um, because when I first joined AirServe, um, you know, we, we had a franchise consultant and they had what they called a sure start, which was terrible at the time. I'm not sure if it's any better or not supposed to be someone there to help you and you know it really wasn't and, and you know it there was a few things they did but at the end of the day you had to kind of figure stuff out the nice part is is i've been able I, and i've let hayden do all the paperwork all the processing as far as setting stuff up so what learns what he needs to do as a business owner to set this up and i can say hey you know Based off my experiences, let's not do this. Let's look at doing this, and here's why. And so I won't say it's maybe – it's hurried the 
the mature process because we know where we don't want to go spend money. We know where we don't want to go do certain things. And I can say, you know, because he'll bring stuff to me and ask me and I say, well, yeah, but here's why. Um, but, you know, Hayden's a smart kid. And I say kid, he's 26. He's an adult. Um, he's very smart in his own right. Um, pretty business savvy, you know, and he's seen some of the pitfalls. So that's the nice part. So seeing some of the stuff that I've gone through, now he's just getting to live that firsthand. The biggest difference is, is you know, you know, his entire, you know, it's, it's not feast or famine. If he doesn't make any money this week on the plumbing side, he's still going to have a paycheck just because, you know, with, with it, with what we're doing for now. But the goal is to get to where it's self-sustainable in a fairly short period of time to where, you know, his paycheck is, you know, and what we do is coming from the plumbing side right now, we're helping support that, but, uh, it's a, you know, it's a long-term focus. It's a long-term growth. And we're not doing this to, uh, um, you know, be done in two years. We're looking at this as, you know, when I'm done in 10 to 15 years doing this, you know, you know, he has his own vision and where he wants to see the business. So it's kind of a legacy deal, but it's also his, it's, it's his own deal. So, uh, it, you know, I'm involved for now, but you know, I had the master, he has a German's license, but once he has the master, then we'll have to talk at that time. You know, you know, if it wants to be his, if he wants to leave my name on it, that's fine. But I'll kind of let him run it when I'll be involved when I need to be involved. So I'm busy enough with the air surf stuff, you know. Um, but it's nice we can bounce stuff off each other. There's resources with people, with hiring. You know, there's processes we have in place. So that helps. All that stuff helps him, and we can vision down the road a little bit what things might look like. Is it an advantage or a disadvantage to launching a plumbing business in the winter? Mm, well, there's no ever perfect time to do it. Here, here, here's the thing. Um, with heating and air conditioning, you have a lot of peaks and valleys. So, it, And somebody uses this term called shoulder season, by the way. That's a terrible term. I hate it. What does that mean? You, you tell me. That it's uh, um, speaking of kids, um, <laughs> <laughs> shoulder season is it's slow season. I'm trying to figure out how to get through. So, you know, in, in Iowa, in the Midwest, here we have spring, spring and summer, and then you know we have that fall period where it's kind of a lull, and then we go into winter time. You know, and then once you get through winter, you'll have a, a slower period because once you get into January, into February in particular, starting to warm up. Winter's about over. You know, some winters are colder. Some Februarys are colder than other. So you're going to have a period in between. You know, I won't say it's ever 100% consistent all year round. You know, and, and depends how people run their heaters too. But you're going to have a slow period in heat and air conditioning. Plumbing, you'll have a little bit of lull, but here's the deal. Every, not everybody's running heat and air conditioning 12 months a year. Guess what? Everybody's using the bathroom. 12 months a year, 365. So it's consistent. You know, there's consistency there. You'll have your periods where it might be a little less busy. But, you know, if you're good at what you do and everything that I've seen, even with what we've, what little we've done, it's it's consistent. You know, it could be 70 degrees and sunny and nothing going on in HVAC, you know, but we could have two water heaters or we could have a boiler or we could be having something on the, you know, plumbing side of things that, Hey, we got to go take care of this or we got to go look at that. So, um, and you're going to have that every day, you know, uh, 
with the pl- with with plumbing business. And HVAC, there's times you listen when it's seventy degrees, seventy one degrees on July seventh. You know who's not running their air conditioner? Me, right? Or you? Yeah, you, you know. I, I mean, it. That's the problem with the H. It's weather driven, and most of the time, most companies are busy enough. It's not a problem, but you know, it does happen. You talked that you started the interview process. Uh, is it the same interviewing plumbers versus HVAC? Um, I, I made the comment about chewing fingernails. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, you know, Rick, Rick Griffiths, he works for Driver here in town. And I, I love Rick, great guy. I, I give a bad time. I see him. I said, So you drive a Ford and you chew your fingernails, right? So every time I see what get one of these guys in here, says, So do you chew your fingernails? And they just kind of. <laughs> <laughs> so you know there's i i've got to be the child in the process so yeah. but no there's a lot of similarities there's differences um because of what hayden has done and what he's learned and and tools um hayden probably relates to him a little bit better than what i do um not that i don't understand the language but he's seen more on that he's done more with it than what i have you know which is good so um, so it's not a lot of difference, you know, people want to go to work, they want to get paid, they want to have somewhere where they have satisfaction, they want somewhere where they're going to have an opportunity, if you know what I'm saying. And, uh, so no, the process has been good, you know, process has been good, but you got to, you know, weed out what, who makes sense versus who doesn't make sense, if you know what I'm saying. So we've talked a lot of times on this podcast about the labor pool in the trades, how is it HVAC versus plumbing? Mm, they're both pretty tight. Um, you know, it isn't like I've got 30 applications for each side coming in. Um, I'd really like to find a, a good service tech right now on the HVAC side to kind of replace Hayden. Um, plumbing side, we've had, a, we've, we've, like I said, we've had one or two interviews. Um, one guy we interviewed yesterday, we really liked, um, you know, we haven't made any official decisions yet, but, uh, you know, there are qualified candidates out there. It's a time of year. Some shops, electricians are really slow right now, locally for whatever reason, unions have, you know, the period where there's just not a whole bunch of stuff going on. So, you know, and if a guy's sitting at home, only working 25 hours a week, whatever, you know, it doesn't pay, you know, everybody works in a 40 hour work week. So if you're only working 25 hours, guess what? You can't pay your bills. So that makes a huge difference as far as, you know, what, what they're doing. So, um, well, and that's also for you just launching a business to say, okay, do we have enough work mm -hmm. to keep these guys busy? And you may actually have enough things booked initially, but I'm sure that you won't be as booked as far out as more established company. Absolutely. But the thing that I've said too is, listen, we got some residential HVAC projects and I've talked to them. I said, Hey, if we're a little bit slow on the plumbing side, do you mind going over helping service on this? And I, or service or installing the HVAC side, you know, if they're hanging duct work or if we're doing a job, you know, if we're doing some hydronic stuff, that'll eventually fall over that anyway. So there's going to be opportunities for that person or for that people, you know, so, you know, they'll be able to get through 40 hours. I, I, that's, you know, I don't see that as being a problem, um, you know. Uh, unless something, I can tell you with the workload right now, yeah, it's, yeah, it's not a problem right now looking the next two months, you know, you get into February and we've got a couple things. I'm waiting for a contract on one thing. If that comes through and that starts even in March or April, yeah, 
work, having work is not going to be a problem. It's going to be the other end is making sure we got enough people, enough qualified people to do it. So Yeah, that's been uh, something that was preached at me when I first started working on my own is what makes most businesses fail is not the lack of business. It's not being ready for the business you get. Mm-hmm. Because when you're initially starting out like that, first impressions are everything. And if you fumble on that first impression, it's a lot more difficult to get a second opportunity. Yeah, no, absolutely. Biggest thing we've been working on right now from just a business perspective for the plumbing and HVAC is refining and being more efficient on processes. And so when I say being more efficient on processes, you know, whether it's ordering parts or, you know, follow up with customers, we've had to make some changes here just because of what we've got going on and the work that we have and what we're looking to do and, and there's two reasons for more efficient you know not wasting so much money and then being able to offer a better service to the customer um so we've been working pretty hard you know with with that um you know and and it's starting to pay some dividends but uh yeah we'd like to figure this out a little bit more in september not in november early part <laughs> of december but you know you know it is what it is are you ready to talk dates um, but yeah, I, we can, I will tell you that, uh, you know, our, our official launch date is going to be right January 1st, January 2nd is when, you know, we got a phone number now, we got a website now, I'm not going to put that stuff out there yet. If you're looking to get something done, you can call our office and we can look at, you know, getting something done, uh, the air serve office. But as far as the plumbing side goes, no, um, I'll, we'll put that number out here in a couple weeks. Um, probably let Hayden come in and talk about what we're doing with it, you know, what that's going to look like and, uh, you know, let him talk about what his vision is for it. Because I mean, at the end of the day, I'm going to be dead before he is unless something happens. So ultimately, you know, I'm involved, but his vision is, you know, is going to be what drives this. So, well, I'm sure that, uh, as you're going through this and as you're helping him with all of these different things, uh, yeah, there's the there's the technical side and there's the business side of it, but there's also the father side, mm-hmm. and you, there's got to be a ton of pride oh, watching him do this. There is, and, and you know, like I said, you know, there's a lot of ton of pride. You know, we've had a few butt chewing moments, not necessarily on that, but just you know, sometimes you think about something one way, and it's like, well, hey, you got to think about this, you know. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's tough. Every you listen. It, it's tough on a business when you started up your, you know, your podcast studio year and a half, year, year and a half ago, there was nothing easy about it. Um, there's a lot of, it depending on what we do, we have a lot of red tape, government, red tape, insurance, license, we got a lot of stuff we go through. I mean, just to be able to open the door and say, hi, we're here to help you. It's not a matter of just slapping your name and a phone number on a truck and say, please call me. There's a little bit more to it than that. Uh, licensing, there's. Registration, sales tax, governor wants their money. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he's had to work through and understand all that, you know, and understand what it takes to do all this stuff and be able to make money at the end of the day. So, because no one wants to do this for practice. So, Well, and I imagine that one of the lessons that you've passed on to him is do what you do well and the things that you're not strong at or taking away from time of what you do well, go find somebody to do it. Yeah, and that's the discussion we've had, and that's why – um, we've talked in our office now, you know, pretty much by the first, uh, you know, like I said, 
January, by January 1, we're working this now that he's spending time now working on the plumbing side, but January 1, that is going to be his focus. Um, maybe a little bit of admin side with the HVAC side as far as operations, but he needs to be focused on the plumbing side. He, he, he really does in what we're doing there and, and the growth and the opportunity and, you know, his first time meeting customers, you know, with his business. So that, that's his focus. It's his growth, but you know, he's working days, he's working nights. He's, you know, texting me about stuff at nine thirty at night and six thirty in the morning. And I'm sitting there half awake going, okay. Yeah. You know, but I mean, but he, he gets, you got to put the time in and he got to put the work in. So very proud of him. I, I mean, you know, he's, uh, um, Driven, very smart, um, business minded, customer service minded, and so and he's seen how we do stuff, and you know, like I said, and he understands what the expectations are, you know. So um, it'll be, you know, but there's gonna be some learning learning curves too. But you know what? He needs to have them learning processes. That's how he's gonna get better at what he's doing. Do you have space in your facility for all of this, or is he gonna be opening up his own? Uh, for right now, initially. Um, I'm talking to my landlord right now as far as, um, a little bit more space. Uh, um, we'd like to, there's a space next door. I'd like to possibly rent. I'm not sure it's available yet. There's been some discussion. If that is, I'd like to do that to where it's kind of got its own separation, but if they're right next door to each other, that makes things pretty convenient. So, well, uh, be listening and watching i'm sure it's going to be all over social media and online and everywhere else about uh the new waldstide plumbing business coming up and uh that is uh probably another couple of weeks or so yeah yeah it, yeah definitely yeah official announcement but like i said and I, at that point i'll let him we're just talking about because i've had a lot of customers ask it's like okay where are we at january one is going to be yeah, January want to be the launch, the official launch, and then was because I said at this point, do I want to get super busy with doing stuff in December for a half month? There's some tax stuff and different stuff. So I said we're not. Let's just let's just let's make a nice clean January one. This is what it is, and we'll run with it. So he is Travis Waldstein, Avericer of Heating and Air Conditioning in Council Bluffs, and uh, be watching for that new business, Waldstein Plumbing, coming very, very soon to the Council Bluffs area. Thank you, sir. Yep, soon to be number one and number two. <laughs> There's the slogan. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of Circle of Trades. Back again next week with another. Until then, take care.